Welcome to this week's episode of the NACF Podcast, our first Coming up. And, man, we want to be in the house, in the rain. We get comfortable on the inside. And that is what we do with God. He has given us rain on this earth. We have dominion and authority. We can exercise our power and our control, but we don't do that. We only want to exercise the power and control over others. But we should be exercising that power and control over ourselves. Y'all feel that in here? Am I the only one? I feel that in here. Good afternoon, New Antioch. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all sound like this is Monday morning. And you didn't pull it into your job. And you got to get him another eight hours. But you have made it to a place of blessing. You have made it to a place of restoration. You have made it to a place where lives are changed. You have made it to a place of healing. You have made it to a place where your life can be completely changed in an instant. So I say again, good afternoon, New Antioch. There we go, there we go. I am Minister Keith Calhoun, and I have the honor and the privilege of welcoming each and every last one of you to New Antioch Christian Fellowship here at Aliante. To all of our guests, I see some guests in the house. Miss Roz brought some folks with her. We are so happy to have you with us on this afternoon. To our guests, to our family, and to all of our friends, we welcome you to this life-changing worship experience. In case you did not know, because it is your first time, or in case you just need to be reminded, this is a place of blessing. This is a place where three things we know for sure can happen. This is a place where you can meet Jesus. This is a place where you can change your life. And this is a place where you can find your purpose. And so we affirm on this afternoon that there's going to be a word that's going to go forth that is going to be life-changing. That our uh, praise team has already started. That's, uh, that feeling you feel in this atmosphere, our praise team has already gotten us there. They're going to sing some songs on this afternoon that's going to lift your hearts. And there's going to be a prayer that's going to go forth that speaks to each and every last one of your needs. Does anybody in the house have a need on this afternoon? Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Keith, Ed, Mike, I'm here. I'm all right. I'm doing okay. But I got a need. I still have a need that God, I need God to do some stuff for me on this afternoon. Does anybody else in the house have a need? Can I see some hands in the house of somebody that has a need on this afternoon? Understand God has something special for you on this afternoon, and I'm getting ready to prove it. Let's go straight to our scriptural affirmation on this afternoon. Our scripture comes from Psalms 27, verse number 13. It is coming up for you on the screen in just a second. And even if it doesn't, I have it for you right here. Don't worry about it. We got it covered. Psalms 27 and 13 reads, I remain confident of this. I remain confident of this. I remain confident of this, and I will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Those of you that have a need on this afternoon, be encouraged, that be confident in this, that God is going to allow 
you to see his goodness in this land of the living. You're going to see your needs met in the land of the living. You're going to see your health restored in the land of the living. You're going to see restoration happen in the land of the living. You, it is personal, you, you, you are going to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. So bring your needs. You come to the right place on this afternoon. Bring your needs right on in. We got some stuff for you. Do we have any first time visitors with us on this afternoon? We ask that you please stand. Anybody's first time with us, we just want to acknowledge you. Amen, amen. We are so grateful, grateful, grateful to have you with us on this afternoon. It is truly a blessing and we count it an honor that you chose to come and see us on this afternoon. Our sanctuary attendants are going to give you guys some visitors cards. We just ask that you fill about, give it back to us as you exit the building at the end of service. We do have a welcome table and a visitor table. Just drop by there so we can get your name, so we can get to know you, we can get your number. We care about those that come into this place and we want to make sure that we continue to show that to you all throughout the week and the days that follow. So just go ahead and stop by that visitor's table on your way out. You may have your seats on this afternoon. We are gonna move right on into a place of participation. It seems like everybody's ready to get involved. And so let's go ahead and get you involved on this afternoon. We're gonna move into our time of offering and giving here at New Antioch. We believe in being a good steward over what God has done in this place. We want you guys to be reminded that a tenth of what you do and a tenth of what you give into this house immediately goes right back out into the community. It's called our Kingdom Charities. We do it every single month. We look, we advocately look for someone and some place where we can be a help in this community. And it's because of your tithes and your offerings. You can give here in New Antioch in three very simple ways. You can do it right there from your seat on your phone text 77977 the word new Antioch all one word it'll go ahead and prompt you on your cell phone what you're supposed to do from there you can go online new Antioch dash aliante.org you can connect with us you can find out what we're doing and you can also give online by hitting the donate button at the top if you would like to go old school somebody said old school last last week I like that if you want to go old school and mail it in here at the house 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. That's in North Las Vegas, Nevada, 89084. And at this time, we're going to pray over the giving that you are going to get ready to do on this afternoon. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for being a provider. We thank you, God, for being a provision, God. And we ask that you do a new thing in that right there, God. That you show yourself to be a new thing in how you provide for the people. And you show yourself to be a new thing and how you do your provision for the folks. God, I ask that every single penny that the people give over into this house, that you multiply it, that they're able to see the goodness of God in their giving in this land of the living on this afternoon. God, I ask that you do it quickly and that you do it swiftly and that you do it immediately, that folks walk right out of this house and see the blessing come right back to them ten times, a hundred times over. God, in this thing, God, we pray and we lift you up in your son Jesus' mighty and powerful name. Amen and amen. Let's get ready to go back into what God is going to do on this afternoon. Stand on your feet and may the Lord God bless each and every Come on, y'all. That's the highest praise. Hallelujah. That's the highest praise that you can give him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Come on, y'all. Fall 
Minister Tasha said just a moment ago she said that she she can't stop praising him and she said I'll praise him with my voice because that's what he's given her to do and then I sat over there and I thought well what can we give him because I'm not a singer so I can't say God I'll praise you with that singing voice because I don't have a singing voice Uh, I have a voice to speak, a voice to talk, so I can say, oh God, I praise you with that voice. But I wanted to ask you, what what can you give him? What is your offering of praise? Do you only come to watch these folk give praise, to watch uh, Pastor Rodney who prayed give praise, uh, to watch the musicians, They're, they're giving back with their talents. And so I ask you, What do you give back in praise? And so when you give something back in praise, you're not looking for anything. And so I just want to ask you, what do you have? What what you got? What does your praise look like when you offer it, God? You've been so good to me. So many things have happened. But I made it. I've been through some things. Minister Keith said, afternoon he said that he was all right but there's still some things that he's in need of and then he told us that he was yet confident of this that he is going to see the goodness of God in the land of the living and so he still has a praise even though he's in need he still has a praise or there's something going on and so I ask you again what do you have What is your offering? The widow offered just one mite. This is my offering. What is your offering? Is it your finances that you have extra to give and and you don't give begrudging? I give cheerfully. It's my offering. Is it my service that I don't look for anything back in return? Is that my offering? Is it my bowed down, surrendered life? I give you my life. I bow it down, God. Is that your offering? I really want you to go from this place asking, what do I give freely to God? Not to man, not to people, not to your job, not because somebody asked you. Because I know somebody said, well, I gave a couple of dollars to the homeless person on the corner. You gave that to the homeless person. I want to know what is your offering to God that you give so freely of yourself? What is it? I want us to think about that. It's an honor to give to God. It's an honor to say, God, I won't stop. I can't stop. Won't stop, can't stop praising you. Won't stop, can't stop praising you. I don't know who got that. It has to be somebody who's been through a thing. They've been upset with God. They didn't understand what just happened. But then you still have a yet. I can't stop, won't stop, praise God. I've lost some things. Uh Some things have gone missing. I've gained some things and I still have a canvas. I still have a can't stop, won't stop. 
and my heart's been broken. Yeah. And I still have a still can't stop. stop. Won't stop. Won't stop. Why? Because he's just been better than good to me. Y'all, he's just been better than good. And so we don't come up here to talk a whole bunch of fluff. We're doing our best to live this life. We're doing our best to say, God, I praise you anyhow and I praise you anyway. And so let's just praise. Can we find a can't stop, won't stop? What is that? Can't stop praising, won't stop praising. I can't stop, won't stop. I can't stop, won't stop. I can't stop. Yeah, everybody praise. Everybody praise. We just want the can't stop, won't stop. Everybody praise. Everybody praise. We're going to do it one more time so that everybody, now if you ain't got nothing to praise him for and he ain't did nothing, you can stay sitting down. But if he's ever done one thing for you, I expect you to stand for a moment if you can and just tell God I can't stop and I won't stop. Just for a moment, I can't stop and I won't stop. Oh, I see some folk who hate that. They just 
We just come up here and the Holy Spirit say something and they're able to find us and go with us. And so y'all stand one more minute. Stand one more minute. We're going to go right into our scripture. We're going to read. And then we're going to go into the word of God. I do believe that there is a word in this house on today. That if we can grab a hold of it, it will transform your life. It'll transform your life. And so let's read this together. We'll start at Genesis 1:28, and then we're going to read Psalms 8, 4 through 6. And so let's read that together. Genesis 1:28, and it says, God bless them. Yeah, I want y'all to read with me. Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Psalms 8, 4 through 6 says, What is mankind that you are mindful of them? Human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. You may have your seats in this place. I pray that the word of God is a seed that takes root in your life and in your heart on today. I come against the works of the enemy that will come to snatch up and scorch out the seed that God is going to plant in your life on this afternoon. Amen. 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 I know that uh, uh, Dr. Parson had her song that she wanted to, uh, to sing uh, last week. But Keith, I got a different song. I know, I know. Keith, like, come on, come on, Pastor Sharonda. But our theme is walking in the rain. And so I just, I had another song that rested on my heart. But for this song, I, most of you might know it. But I want you to hear it from God's perspective. I don't want you to hear it that you are talking to your significant other or your, your, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, your husband, your spouse. Um, because most of us probably had a girlfriend, a boyfriend when this came out. We probably didn't have a spouse. Um, but I want you to hear it uh, from God. And I want y'all to sing with me. I know you know it. So don't leave me up here. I told you I ain't got no singing voice. That's, that's for Tasha. And so I want y'all to sing with me. But the, the first line says, on a perfect day. Y'all got me? Y'all with me? Okay, y'all help me. James, help me. Can you on a perfect day. Come on. I know that I can't count on you. There it is. Come on. When that's not possible, tell me, can you weather a storm? Cause I need somebody who will stand by me Come on Through the good times and bad times You will always, always be right there Come on, y'all know it Sunny days Everybody loves them Tell me, baby, can you 
one more, one more verse. That love unconditional. Love unconditional. He's not just asking out of you. Come on. Oh, y'all hitting that. Come on. God's making less. I'll do whatever needs to be done. Cause I need somebody. He needs somebody that's going to stand by him. That's from New Edition. I'm sorry for y'all that that ain't if y'all error, but we all know that song by, by New Edition. Can you stand the rain? Storms will come. This we know for sure. But can you stand the rain? Unconditional love. He's not asking just of you. He has an unconditional love to give in return. But tell me, baby, can you stand the rain? Oh, we're, look, look, you say, talk about it. We, we, okay, we're going to stop right there because y'all, y'all, we're talking about God, right? <laughs> Come on back. But God is saying, can you stand the rain? Can you walk this out with me? My God. On a perfect day, he knows that you will be with him. But what about when that's not possible? Can you still stand the rain? We are rounding the bend. We are coming to the end. We took this whole year to talk about, I feel the Holy Spirit. We took the whole year to talk about walking with God. And so we're in the last two months. We're in our last theme. And our last theme is walking in the rain. R-E-I-G-N, walking in the rain. And so that's where we are. We started with themes of walk this way. We then got to get to stepping. And then we were walking in rhythm. And then we had to pick up the pace. Then we came into a power walk. And now we're walking in the rain. By now, we started in January. I want to know how you're doing on your walk. Do you feel like you walking in rain? Walking in the rain means like, I got it now. I got this thing under control. I done picked up the pace. I'm in my power walk. And I got it. And so we've been walking all year. How's your walk going? Are you? Do you got it? Do you got this yet? Are you sure in how you walk? Can you walk with some confidence? Can you walk like I know, I know I got this now. This is where I've been. Do you now have dominion? Over this walk, over this walk that you're over your life, this walk that you are doing with God, you should be walking in the rain by now. And so I ask you, can you stand the rain? R-E-I-G-N. Can you stand the rain. What is rain? It is to, to possess or exercise sovereign, supreme power or authority. Can you stand the rain? Sovereign or supreme means uh, that you have power of the highest rank. 
that you are in authority in this earth, can you stand the, the reign, the, the dominion, the power that you should be walking in? Psalms 8, 4, 6 says, what is mankind? that you are mindful of them, human beings that you care for them. You have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. You have dominion. You ought to be walking in the rain. He gave you dominion over all things. It said he put everything under your feet. Well, what things are under your feet? The Bible tells us that we have the authority to trample on snakes, scorpions, and overcome all the power of the enemy. Are you walking in the rain? We know that the Bible said that he has given us love, power, and a sound mind. I want to know, have you grabbed it? Do you have a hold of it? Are you walking in dominion and authority and power over the things that God can you stand the rain? Are you standing up in your position? Are you doing what God has given you to do? The Bible says you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you. Are you walking in the rain? Have you grabbed a hold of it? Are you doing what he's called? Can you stand the rain? Can you stand the place of authority? Are you walking in your dominion? The rain does not mean that troubles and storms won't come. That's what we heard in our song. It said that storms will come for sure. But can you stand the rain can you hold your power can you hold your authority can you still know that you have dominion in the middle of a storm can you stand the rain my god can do you know what it takes uh, can you take a licking and and keep on ticking uh, because you understand who you are and that you are standing in the rain love unconditional He's not asking just of you. He loves you unconditionally. God will not rescind his gifts. They are irrevocable. The things and the power and the authority that he has given to you. God's gifts are without repentance, without a fallible, falling short, missing the mark selves. He said, I'm still not going to take it back from you. Even though you're fallible. And you falling short and you missing the mark. He says, my gifts and my callings are still irrevocable. I won't take it back. I want us to hear that. Genesis 1.28 says, the blessing was spoken over us. That blessing that we spoke about right in the beginning. The blessing that is on the wall here in our sanctuary. He spoke it over, be fruitful multiply, fail to capacity, subdue and have dominion. Did you know that that blessing was spoken over mankind? And so I ask you, are you walking in the rain? Do you have a hold of the blessing? Are you doing what God spoke over you? I wonder. Because if I bless you, Zaria, then you have the option to take it or not. If I, if I bless you, 
then you can receive the blessing or you can not receive the blessing. Can you believe that in this day and time, I still have adults saying to me, I don't want nobody to tell me what to do. I want to do adults. These are not kids. These are not our babies. These are adults that are still saying, I don't want nobody to tell me what to do. And so here's a blessing that God has spoken about your dominion, about your authority, about who you are. And you are grown folk. See, and I don't want nobody to tell me what to do. And so you miss out on the blessing. I'm going to say it, Pastor. We had a conversation yesterday. We have been talking about actually these five blessings that are spoken in Genesis. Our pastor wrote a book about these blessings. In our past prayer week, he told the church, go back over those fivefold blessings. Let the people grab a hold of those blessings. Apply them to your life. But if you tell me you already know how to be fruitful in your life, how you already know what you're producing in your life, what you're saying, this came from me and you can show me exactly what that thing is. If you're saying I already know how to multiply, I know how to fill my life to capacity with the things of God. I know how to subdue and bring things under control. And, and, and I know how to have dominion. I know how to rule. I know how to do that. If you can tell me that, then I understand why you were not in the class on yesterday if you already know that if you say I'm already walking in the blessing Pastor Sharonda I don't need a class but if you are not you remind me of those grown adults that are saying I don't want nobody to tell me what to do because we still had room yesterday in the class matter of fact we still had a lot of room for some of you, this is your first time hearing about it, but some of you it's not. And you are not present to get this blessing that God has spoken over your life. We don't want to be too grown to get what God is given us to do. We want to be able to walk in dominion and authority and reign with God. And so I've come on this afternoon to give us some tips. For walking in the rain. And I looked up an article. And the article was about walking in the rain. R-A-I-N. When it's raining. I'm going to call that the natural rain. But then there is R-E-I-G-N. I'm going to call that the spiritual rain. And so you'll hear me go back and forth. Because the article was about walking in the rain. And so let's see what tips they had uh, for us. You remember being a kid and, and even watching a little kid now, and they didn't mind being in the rain. They couldn't wait to get outside in the rain. They didn't care about getting their clothes wet, messing up their hair, and getting their shoes muddy. They do not care about that. They want to get out in the rain. But for some reason, as we get older, we don't want to go out in the rain. We running, we don't want our hair to get wet, we don't want our, our clothes to get wet. We, we don't know what's happening. We, we run from the rain. I was with my husband in uh, Louisville, Kentucky. That's where he's from, y'all, I'm from Vegas. And, woo-hoo, ain't not 106? Okay, I'm, <laughs> see, we in the house. <laughs> but we was in Louisville, Kentucky, 
driving down the highway, everything was fine. In the next moment, y'all, it started to rain. And I'm like, oh my goodness, where'd this rain come from? We're on our way to his father's house. And so by the time we get to his father's house, y'all, I had never seen rain like that. Never seen rain like that. The rain in Vegas don't come down in big drops like that. I mean, I mean, we get we it rains and then it floods, but it's it's little drops. It's a it's a bunch of little drops. It's a whole bunch of them. In Louisville, Kentucky, it was huge drops with the wind blowing them like somebody was pouring out a bucket of water. Literally, y'all. Literally, I just had to go from the car to the house right there on the front row. And I sat in the car forever screaming like, oh my God, we're gonna have to get out. And my husband is out, he went in the house trying to open the door for me and I'm still sitting in the car. And so I get out the car and why did I scream the whole way to, ah! I screamed the whole way to the house. I don't know why we screaming. I don't know what I was screaming for, but we just not used to the rain. We want to be inside, looking out at the rain. We want to be inside doing other things in the rain. I don't know what y'all like to do in the rain. You know, some people want to make some comfort food. Some people want to read a book or put on a movie. But some other people, they want to do some other things in the rain. All we want to do is look out. We be calling each other. Oh, girl, you see it's still raining. And we want to be in the house in the rain. We get comfortable on the inside. And that is what we do with God. He has given us rain on this earth. We have dominion and authority. We can exercise our power and our control, but we don't do that. We only want to exercise the power and control over others. But we should be exercising that power and control over ourselves. Just like the, that rain, we don't want to get out in it. We, we, we want to sit inside and keep looking out the window. God has given us authority and power. And we sitting inside looking out the window. God said, get on out there. Get on out there in the rain. I've given you the power and the authority to do it. I've given you the power to subdue some things. But we sit inside looking out the window of ignorance. Just peeking out. Oh, it's raining out there. I could be raining out there. But I sit inside in my ignorance because I don't understand the power and the authority that I have. And so I just keep looking out, wondering how I can change a thing. Wondering how things could be different. Wondering how I could do something else. But I don't understand the power and the authority, the dominion that I have. So I just sit in the house looking out saying, oh, it's raining out there. We stay in the house looking out the window of laziness. We just sit in there looking out. We don't want to get in the rain. We don't want to walk in the rain. We just stay in in our laziness. You know why? Power and dominion and authority takes some work. Yeah. 
You might have to do something. You might have to fight some things out. You might have to stand up. You might have to show somebody who you are. Show something who you are. You might have to put your hands to the plow. Laziness don't work if you go walk in power and authority and dominion. But some of us are sitting in there looking out the window at the rain. But we could be out there raining. It's going to take some work. And then there's another window that we just keep looking out. We won't get out there in the rain. We keep looking out the window of defeat. Because there's so many things in our lives that we say, I just can't get a hold of that. I just can't subdue that. I just can't bring that down. Oh, I'm just defeated in that. I just can't seem to get my arms around it. I just can't seem to win at that thing. And so instead of getting out there and, and pulling up my sleeves uh, and walking in the authority and the dominion that God has given me, I sit in the house looking out the window of defeat but he has given us tools of how to walk in the rain and so for the first tip that I have for you is carry your tools if you're going to go out in the rain if you're going to rain you need to carry your tools now if I'm walking out in the natural rain I need my umbrella I need my raincoat and I need my rain boots if I'm going to go out in the same way, if you're going to walk in dominion that God told me I have a power, he told me I have an authority, then I need to make sure that I carry my tools when I go out to rain. And my first tool that I'm going to take is the presence of the Holy Spirit. I need my umbrella. I need my covering. I need to know that I'm covered when I go out to step out in this place, in my power, in my dominion. The next thing I need is my raincoat. I need to make sure that I'm covered in the truth. If I'm going to walk out in the rain, I'm going to walk out in my dominion and in my own power. I need to be covered in truth. Because if I'm not covered in truth, I might mistake the power for my own. I might think that I'm doing something. I might think that I made that happen. I might think that I'm supposed to rule over other people and not rule myself. And so I have to take my tools and put on my raincoat of truth if I am going to walk in the rain. And then I need my rain boots if I'm going to walk in the rain. And that is the word of God. Well, why are you putting it on your feet? It is the foundation for everything that we do. And so I'm going to walk in what God said. Because I understand that I have no real power of my own. So the first tip for walking in the rain is carry your tools. The second tip is check your layers. In the natural, in the rain, you layer on your clothing. Because you try not to, to get wet and get caught out in the elements and with the rain and the wind and the cold. And so you might put on some thermal underclothes. You might put on an undershirt, then your jacket, then your raincoat. You might put on an extra pair of socks. You're layering it on. So that the first thing that touches you doesn't touch you. Let me say that one more time. So that when you get out there raining and you have on your layers, 
the first thing that comes at you, it doesn't touch you. It landed right on the outer piece. It didn't get in to you. The first thing that they tried to do, that they tried to stop you, it didn't get in. It landed right here on that outer piece. I can't even feel that. I'm not even wet. My back not even wet. My feet not even wet. I can't feel what they, I'm walking in the rain. I am standing in dominion and it's not hitting me what they tried to throw. What the enemy tried to do, it can't even, I can't feel it. It ain't even touching me. Why? Because I layered, oh, hey, by shokona. Because by Some of you are so thin. You're trying to do it in and of yourself. You got no layering. And you're sensitive. And you wonder why you keep getting broke down. Why you keep getting caught up. Why that keep happening to me. You have no layers. Every little thing breaks you down. Every little thing get ends to you. You have to begin to layer. Layer it on. And so they got on, you know, uh, underclothes and, and thermals and uh, undershirts and even a cap. And so if you're going to walk in the rain, then you need to layer on the things of my God. You need to layer. Some of us don't have any layers on. You're trying to do this by yourself. You need to layer on the things of God. And the first thing that you need to layer on is humility. I'm going to put that first layer on. And I'm going to put that right next to me. Because I need to be humble and know that it's not by my might that any of this has happened. I need to be humble and know that I need the power of God to walk in this dominion. I need to be humble and know that I need him and that I need other people. I need to be humble and know that it's not all going to happen in me. I don't have it. I don't have it. And for some of you, you think you have it. You think you have it because it hasn't broken you down yet. Because it hasn't taken you out yet. And so you think you have it. Oh my God, I can't even advise you enough on this afternoon to put on humility. Bring yourself down. From that high place that you have built up, that you're sitting in, that you built yourself, that you have yourself exalted above other people, exalted to where you think you need God. And I don't need him for that, but I do need him for this and I don't need him for that. You need to bring yourself down into a humble place and understand that you need to layer on some humility. And then you need to layer on some love. Y'all layer on some love. Stop being so dismissive of people. Y'all cutting people off. And I don't need them. I can't stand them for what they did, for how they act, for if they vaccinated, if they not vaccinated, for whatever their political party is, for if they gay and if they ain't gay and if they black and if they white, you decide if you're going to love some people. He didn't tell you to judge all that. We know that there's a truth, but he didn't tell you to hate them. He didn't tell you to dislike them. Y'all done discarded people. People that is of a different race, a different political party. People that disagree with you. They They don't fit into the box that you put them in. But if you're going to walk in rain, if you're going to walk in dominion and authority, then you need to lay your own love. Put it on. Because God didn't cause you 
to lead with intimidation. He didn't tell you, I'm going to give you dominion, but I want you to wreck house when you get there. I want you to be intimidating. I want you to push people around. He didn't say that. Layer on some love. And again, layer on trust. I have a hard time trusting. But we're going to have to trust God if we are going to lead in dominion. If we're going to walk in the rain, then we have to trust what he's telling us. If you're going to take his power, if you're going to say God gave me this terrain, then you have to trust what God is saying to you and do what God says to do. Don't pick and choose over the things that God is giving you. And then layer on the Holy Spirit. Wait a minute. Didn't you just say that the Holy Spirit was a tool? That he was the umbrella? And now you're saying that he needs to be in one of these other layers that I put on underneath? Absolutely. You had better take the Holy Spirit in every way and by all means that you can get him. Why? Because he is your help. Why? Because you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. That is your power. Y'all better wrap up that Holy Spirit. You better pray, God, I need him. I need him. I need him. And then one more layer that you can put on, and that is righteousness. Let me just say this to somebody. Let me just say this to everybody. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You are wrong. You are only right. By the righteousness of Jesus Christ. You wrong. Stop acting like you right in and you wrong. You wrong. Somebody need to tell you that. Because you keep laying out your opinions. You keep laying out what you want people to know. Because you think you right. You're only right through Jesus Christ. Your other righteousness, all other righteousness, it says a filthy rag. You're right, but you're telling people, no, I'm right. And if it ain't in Christ, it is as a filthy rag. And I want you to think of the filthiest rag. I'm going to be a little gruesome, and I don't like to talk about that. But I heard a pastor say when he talked about that filthy rag, and I don't go there, but I'm going there because I want you to get the picture. Is a woman that's on her menstrual filthy rag. That's how filthy your righteousness is. It ain't nothing good in it. And I want us to, uh, we think, oh, it's just that rag that we wiped this off with. And it got a little dust on it. No, ma'am and no, sir. Your righteousness is no good. You are only right in him. So layer on the righteousness of God. Well, where do I get that? You have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You have to be in relationship with Jesus Christ. If you not, your righteousness is a filthy rag. The other tip. So the tips are carry your tools. Check your layers. And the next thing for walking in the rain is choose a good route. It's raining. You're in the rain now. 
I'm walking in rain. I'm walking in authority. And now you have to choose a good route. You need to stay away from the busy streets. You need to stay away from the areas that collect water. You need to stay off of the dirt trails. If you're going to walk in dominion and authority and if you're going to reign the way God has given you to reign. Because if you don't stay off of the busy streets, you could get splashed. If you don't stay off of the busy streets. Now, when you walking in the natural rain, you know that. You got to walk away from the curb. And for those of you who go outdoor walking, if it's raining, the cars do not care. It almost seems like they speed up when they see a pedestrian. Because they're trying to make that water splash up on you. But the same thing for you when you're walking in a spiritual rain. Don't get too busy. Don't keep taking yourself where it's busy, where it's a lot going on. Because you just want to be in the action. Why? Because you just might get splashed. And you might get splashed with the things that you don't even want to stain you. You don't want to stain your spirit. You don't want those things to stain your life. But because you insist on being in the business. You insist on being where things are happening at. You just might get splashed. You just might get splashed with adultery. You just might get splashed with cheating on your spouse. You just might get splashed with trying something and doing something that you never said you would do. But because you want to be in and you want to do it, you just might get splashed. And then choose a good route because there are areas that collect water. Don't go where it's flooding at. Don't go where the waters can cover your head. Don't go to a place where you're not going to be able to navigate yourself out. You know what happens when you go to places that collect water? Anybody who's ever been out, especially in your car, now you have to take another route. I was on this road, and now I endeavor to go down a place that was flooded, covered with water, but this is the way I'm supposed to go. This is the way that God has given me to go. But because I chose to come to a place where the water is above my head, where I can't get through, now I have to change my route. And I don't know what's down that route. I don't know what I'm going to run into down that route. Those are places down there that God did not send me to go. Y'all, we need to change our route. Stop thinking you can do everything as a Christian. Why do you think you can do everything still as a Christian? Some of you have dedicated your lives. I'm a new creature in Christ Jesus. But you haven't changed where you go. And you have not changed what you do. And everything is still allowable. You're going to find yourself in a place where you are covered. The waters are over your head. And I'm trying to do, I'm trying to live my life like this. I really am. But because I endeavor to go down this way where God did not tell me to go, where I think I can keep going, where I'm tempting him to pull me out. Now I've been detoured. And now I'm over here. How am I going this way? Why am I going this way? I didn't want to go this way. I didn't want to be with these people. I didn't want to be dragged back into my old lifestyle. What am I doing here? But we, oh God, but we keep on tipping with the same thing. This is my route. I don't smoke weed no more. And I don't drink no more. But I keep going in places where they're doing that at. 
I'm a Christian, and I can tell everybody up in here, I don't smoke no more, y'all, and I don't drink no more, but I'm sitting up in here with them. Uh, no, I don't, don't want to drink. No, 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 don't pass it over here. I don't want to smoke. But I'm sitting up in here with them. After a while, those waters, they just keep rising and rising. And then after a while, you in over the water is over your head. And somebody passes it to you that time, and you take it. You take it. And now you're, you're detoured. Now you're going down. And, Man, I didn't want to go down this road. I didn't want to start smoking again. I didn't want to start tripping again. But now I'm down here. And now you're going to have to get back. Choose a good route. Stop testing and tempting God. And then it says, stay off of the dirt trails. Y'all stay out of the dirt trails. If you're in a natural rain and you go on a dirt trail, you're going to get muddy. You're going to get grimy. You're going to look like a mess. And for some of us, we're supposed to be walking in the rain and, and walking in dominion and we have chosen the wrong route. And now we grimy. And I say we grimy because now your character is stained. Now you become a liar and you don't tell the truth. Now you sneaking around in, in untruths and with other people. You grimy. You grimy. You ain't telling the truth about nothing. You telling me one thing, but then you telling them another thing. You grimy. You think you, oh my God. You think you playing with the people, but you playing with God because he sees you with your grimy, sleazy self because you won't stay off of dirt roads. You, you're supposed to be walking in, in the rain, and, and especially you people that say y'all Christians. Now, if you're not saved yet, I'm going to give you one small bye. But if you say that I know Christ, that this is who I am, you need to stay off of dirt roads. Get off of that pornography site. Get out of that dirt road. You slimy. And you grimy. You keep sneaking there. You keep going there. Stay out of that dirt road. Get out of that inbox. Why are you texting them? Why are you calling them? You grimy. And you don't want nobody to know. Another reason how you know somebody's grimy is because they don't want nobody to know what they're doing. You grimy. You don't want nobody to know what you're doing, but you trudging down dirt roads. But you know what? The Holy Spirit is going to expose you. Because what you are going to have is spiritual mud on your shoes. And the people of God can see the mud on your shoes. We can see that you've been trudging down a dirt road and you're grimy and you're dirty. My God. Choose a good route. Choose a good route. Don't tempt God to keep bringing you up out of dirt places. Don't tip God to keep cleaning you up with your grimy self. And I don't mean to offend you. But if you grimy, you know you grimy. And you need to get cleaned up. You know why? Because your grimy self ain't hidden. We see you. Choose a good... If you're going to walk in the rain, if you're going to walk in dominion, 
if you're going to walk in the power and the authority that God has given you, then choose a good route. Check your layers. Carry your tools. And the last one is change your perspective. If you are going to walk in the rain, you're going to have to change your perspective. We, walking in the rain gets a bad rap. Nobody wants to go out in the rain because now I'm going to get wet and I'm going to be cold and, and all of this is going to happen. But we're talking about walking in a spiritual rain. Some of you, even with this spiritual rain, you decide early. Your perspective is this is going to be miserable. Made a decision that I'm going to walk for Christ. I'm going to live for him. I'm going to walk the way he says for me to walk. I'm going to walk in his power and authority. And you have already deemed your walk miserable. Because you think there's no freedom in this walk. There's no way that I can walk the way I really want to walk in this walk. I got to walk the way he said. I'm a grown person. I want nobody to tell me what to do. And so this walk in the rain is going to be miserable. I might have to give up my boyfriend. And I like my boyfriend. And I like for me and my boyfriend to sleep together. But this walking in dominion, what you're talking about, reigning with him, this is going to be miserable. Because I'm going to have to give up some things. I might have to stop going some places. I might have to change my life. I might have to, to transform. I can't do the things that I used to do, that I want to do, that I like to do. This is going to be miserable. And that's what we make it. And that's what we sell. Even some of us that are walking the walk, we still sell it as a miserable walk in the rain. Because the first thing we tell people, Keith, is what you're going to have to give up. What you can't do. What you, you're not going to be allowed to do that. And we never tell them the benefits of walking in the rain. But on this afternoon, we're changing our perspective about walking in the rain. We get this unmatched power. We get an ever-present help. We get God of the universe on our side. We get some parameters to live our life. <coughs> everything and anything is not acceptable. I don't want to live a life that everything and anything is acceptable. Because what can people do? You guys have seen the minds of people. You have seen the things that they do, the places that they go, those things that D Jesus bore on that cross. Girl, them some vile things. But if we got a life where everything is possible, we can do whatever we want, there's no parameters, then you get all of those things that he died for on that cross. I don't even want to name them because they make you sick. They're vile. They're horrible. The things it with no parameters. We need to change our perspective and the things that we get for walking in the rain with him. We want freedom. And this is true freedom. But those who don't want this, y'all want that freedom until freedom no longer works for you. 
You want to be free from God, free from his rules until it no longer works for you. And then here you come, begging, desperate for God to do the one that you want to be free from. I don't want to live under these rules. I'm a grown person. I don't want nobody to tell me nothing. But when you get desperate and when you need him, now you want him. And so you just want a little bit of him. You want to straddle the fence. You want to sit in the gray area. God, I want this. I want your power. I want your dominion. I want your authority. I don't want your rules. I don't want you to tell me nothing but to do. I'm grown. But on this side, you're desperate. Let life hit you. And you ain't got no layers on to protect you. Then you start screaming for God, for God's people, for somebody to do something for you. Change your perspective. Walking in the rain develops good exercise habits. Walking in the rain will get you right. Walking in the rain will give you no excuses for skipping the walk. Because you are walking in your authority. And so I'm just going to get used to walking like this. I'm going to get used to having power over things. I'm going to get used to powering my way through the storms and through the hardships. I'm going to get used to powering my way through the good times and landing on his authority and pulling on his dominion and what he's given me to do. I'm going to get no excuses for not walking in the rain. I'm building up these dominion muscles. I'm building up this authority that I have. That way when anything comes against my life, I have the power to bring it under subjection. I have the power to bring it under control. I have the power to resist it and push it off of my life. Y'all, we have to get this. My perspective is changing. It's changing. And you know what else walking in the rain does? It makes post-walk activities even better. It makes post-walk activities. I've been walking in the rain so long. And now my walk is over, Marias. I've been walking in the rain. I'm ready, Keith. And now my, my walk is over. But now what happens after the walk? In the natural, after you have taken a walk, your metabolism is boosted. You feel better. You're energized. You just you, you release chemicals in your brain and in your body, and now you just feel better. You're more limber than you were when you first started. You feel like you can do some extra things. But in the spiritual, when you're walking in the rain with God is over, oh, it's those posts. It's those post-walk activities that matter the most. Why? Because you won't only be reigning with him down here. Now you're reigning with him. My walk is over. I've walked in dominion and authority. I have been fruitful. I have multiplied. I have subdued. And now the walk is over. And now I get to rest with him there. Y'all, it's not only about being here, that he has given us to understand that we have a power, we have authority, we have dominion. 
that he has given us a power to move through, to come through, to live through. We don't have to live as if we just have to be carried around by the waves of life and whatever life's dishes you, that's what I got to take. That's not the God that we serve. He says you can push back. He said there's some other things that you can do instead of saying I'm helpless and there's nothing that I can do. There is a power, a blessing, y'all, that we live under. Walking in the rain is you realizing that. Walking in the rain is realizing I do have something that is governing my life. A place for me to go, something that I can do, a place for me to be. I do have that. Y'all, we're not lost. We don't have to just succumb to whatever happens, happens. The storms will come. But he said, I've given you the power. I've given you dominion to push through, to come through. And so I am just going to pray on this afternoon for you. I really want to pray for one group in particular. But first, I want to pray for those who say, I don't know him like that. I I don't know. I'm not sure about this dominion that you're saying. I'm not sure about God, about Jesus. I don't know how to layer on the Holy Spirit. Um, I, I don't have that. But I would like that. And so I am just going to invite you, if you're not sure that you know him, that you have him. Y'all, there is something else that is happening in this earth. We serve a God that is here with us. We don't have to be stuck in the same place doing the same things. And when I extend this invitation to say, do you want to invite Jesus into your life? It is simply you saying, you know what, Pastor Sharonda, I'm willing to try Jesus because nothing else is working. I'm willing to try Jesus because I'm tired of my life being the way it is. I'm willing to try Jesus. And so for anyone that is in this place, and that is you, and you were saying that, just raise your hand right where you are. You know what, Pastor Sharonda, I do want to try something different. I do want to try him. I do want my life to be different. If that's you, just raise your hand because we are going to pray for you. We're going to pray that you have a renewed. And if you're in here and you said, I need to rededicate my life. I did know him a while ago, and when I was a kid, I used to go to church, but now I'm grown. And I want to make a decision for myself. If that is you and you are in this place, just raise your hand right where you are. You don't have to come up here, but we are going to say this prayer together. It really is just a simple prayer. You say that prayer, and Jesus is coming into your life, and it is done, and now you're walking in the rain. You're walking in dominion. Let's stand all over the place and let us pray together. Pray a prayer of rededication. Pray a prayer for someone for the first time of dedication. And let's say that together. Lord Jesus, come into my life. I made some mistakes. But on today, I say I need you. I acknowledge you as God. I acknowledge you, Jesus, as my Savior. And I invite you to be the Lord of my life. 
in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And now the second group of people that I want to pray for is what we read earlier is that storms will come. This we know for sure. And so I want to pray for those who may find themselves in a tough place on this afternoon. In a place where you're having a hard time having dominion over that place. Taking that place down. I want to pray for you. And so if that is you and you're saying, you know what, I do want you to pray for me. Because I'm in a, in a hard place. I found myself in a storm and I might need some help coming out and through that storm. If that is you, then I just want you to come up here. We're just going to pray for you. I do not want you to leave the same way that you came. And so if you find yourself in a tough place, I want you to come up here to the altar. Uh, Tara, I want you to come up here to the altar. If there's anybody else saying, I need, I need it. I need prayer. I want you to pray me through. I want you to, to pray with me in this space. Then I want you to come to, uh, to the altar. If that is you. And I don't want you to stand in this place and be like, I'm not telling them that I'm fighting. I'm not telling them that I'm in a, in a struggle. I'm not telling them that that is where I am. But if that is you and you're fighting through anything or fighting with anything, then I want you to come up here because we are going to pray for you. Tina, I want you to come, but I want you to uh, stand for your grandson. He has been on my heart all week. The message um, that I was going to preach was called the Matthias Effect, um, but God changed that. And so I want you just to stand in proxy for your, for your grandson uh, on this afternoon. And if there is anybody else here that you know for somebody else that's in a storm and you're saying, you know what, I need to stand for them. I need you to pray for them. Then I need you to come. If there is somebody else in your life that you know that is fighting through something and like, you know what, no, I, I, I need, I'm going to stand for them because I need them to be better. I want to pray for them. If that is you, then I need you to come. Because y'all, we're going to pray in this place. We're going to pray for walking in the authority and the dominion that God has given you. Y'all can come on up. Miss Tina, you can step forward a little bit. And intercessors, let's come on. And we are going to pray. Um, if you figure, I just feel like there's more people that are out there. But if you're shy, um, don't let pride get in the way. If you need to be on this altar and if you need to be in a fight for yourself or for somebody, that is what we're getting ready to do. Um, right there I'm with, with the black shirt on. Can I pray for you? Yeah. Come on up. And we're just going to pray on this afternoon. Before your presence came and changed me, I won't go back. Tasha, can we go to, um, and I'll follow you forward. That I'll follow you forward. 
because that is what um, we're going to declare over the lives and over the fight that I won't go back. I'm going to follow you uh, forward. And for anyone else that needs to declare that over their life, I'm not going back. God, I am going to follow you forward. Then we are going to pray with you and for you also. Amen. Thank you, God. You made all things new. Yes, you made all things new. And I will follow you
say thank you for the opportunity to pray. Y'all, I want you to understand that we had a, a few people on the altar that are standing for somebody else. It's not always about us, y'all. We come and get the message. But when there's a call for somebody else, you search your life. God, who is it that I should be praying for in this moment? I don't want to miss this opportunity. God, who is it in this moment that I can cover for? I don't want to miss this opportunity. It's not all about us all the time. If the prayer call is for you, take it. But if you have the opportunity to intercede for somebody else, pray for them. Y'all, we just have to keep praying. There's so much happening in this world. Yes. Amen. 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 We're going to move on from this place. Um, I don't know, Pastor Ronette, if you or Patrick Sedari want to come with the announcements. And so we just have a few announcements. We're going to let you go. We do have a service at the other campus that's going to happen at 3 o'clock. And some of us will be serving uh, over there. And so um, Pastor Rene is going to come with our announcements. And I pray over you and I thank you. Amen. 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 Give Pastor Sharonda one more hand. That was a wonderful, wonderful word. Thank you for your obedience. Amen. So we just have a few announcements um, today. We are giving, a right, giving away turkeys um, at the location at Central. So we have an abundance of turkeys. So if you know any family member that's in need for Thanksgiving, all you have to do is text, text Pastor Parson and she'll make sure they get a turkey. So again, if you know anybody that's in need of turkeys, just make sure um, you text Pastor Parson and she'll make sure they get those. Kingdom Academy has started. We're in week two, Pastor Darian. This is week two, so there is still time to um, sign up and register. Um, you can see Pastor Darian. Pastor Darian, raise your hand if you want to start any of the classes. Most of them are online or they're in person. Everything's online, so if you're still, except for servant leader, that's in person. Okay, so if you want to register today, just see Pastor Darian. He'll give you all the information um, about what classes are available. Um, and started November 8th and is through December 17th. That is our fall session. Um, back to Eden class, the class that Pastor Sharonda was talking about earlier is on Saturdays at 3 o'clock here at the Aliante campus. So if you want to learn more about Be Fruitful, Multiply, Fill to Capacity, Subdue and Have Dominion, come and Pastor Parsons is going to go through her book that she wrote. Um, you can still get her book online at Amazon as well as you can see Minister Andrea. Andrea knows how to get Pastor Parsons' book if they want to order back to Eden, correct? So you can see Minister Andrea, and she will walk you through. It's on Amazon. And is that the only place? I thought it was another place. Just Amazon. So it is called Back to Eden. So if you want to get that book before the class on Saturday, you can do that. And then we're going to have Thanksgiving service at Central. It's going to be at 10 a.m. on Thanksgiving Day. We have our own Pastor Alfred Johnson who's going to be speaking. So everyone is invited to join us at Central at 10 a.m. Last but not least, we are giving away angels. So every year we uh, receive angels to help families whose fathers, mothers are in prison. Um, so you can help a child by taking an angel, which you can see um, servant leader Pam Lambie in the foyer. Just pick up a name. It'll give you how much the gift will be and the age, and you can help a child this um, Christmas. 
So not only are we doing it for the Aliante campus, meaning we go around in this area and we get people from this area, but we're also doing it for the Sunrise Mountain area. So you can pick one angel for Aliante and then for Sunrise as well. If all minds are clear, we're going to dismiss because we have to get ready for a funeral over at Central from one of our uh, families that actually are from ACS. So we are going to be helping them with a funeral this, uh, at 3 o'clock at Central. So anything else? Pastor Derry? All right. So go ahead and stand with me. So we're going to pray out for salvation and just one, just one. Be mindful that we are still on our just one uh, to win one soul, salvation, um, bring someone to salvation. So if you have not got your just one, uh, please be mindful when you're out there in the community how you can get just one. So, Father God, we just thank you for this hour, God. We thank you for change. We thank you for a newness, God. We thank you, God, that there's yet still souls waiting for each and every one of us, oh God, just to get just one, oh God. So we pray now for their hearts to be open, for their minds to be open to receive you, God, on this week, oh God. We pray for the individual, God, that you would send our way, God. We bless you, oh God, that you would be upon us and with us on this road of the vineyard, God, that none will miss you, God, that everyone will be drawn closer to you, God, even now, God. We thank you for your glory, God. We thank you for your honor, God. We thank you for what you will do in each and every one of us on this week, oh God. We pray for victory, God. We pray for peace, God. We pray for joy, God. Uh, we pray for rest, God, in this week, God. We thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. If you still want to give, Minister Marias will be able to take cards by the door. Other than that, if you can wait for the sanctuary attendance, they will actually dismiss you according to each area. So please have a seat until they come out towards you. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Thank you for tuning in today. Hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E If you'd like to sow a seed into this ministry, you can do so by texting New Antioch to 77977 for Aliante Campus or for Central Campus that's New Antioch Central at 77977